Hey y'all, this here is Garland Pepper. Uh, we got a really good week this week. We got Tanya Smithberg. She's an artist, crafter, muralist throughout the Silverton area. We got Matt Simmons. He is a chef, a football coach. Isn't that a crazy mix? If you think that's a crazy mix, he's also kind of one of those guys you see in all these rock and roll pictures. He's just kind of everybody's friend. He's a great guy. Jake Garrick, he's a musician. He's a father, he's a teacher, he's just an all-around good guy, and I love him. Megan Beat, McBride, Sanchez, she is a filmmaker, dancer, writer, and a creative all-around. i just friends with her on Facebook, we'll get to know her better. She seems like a driven individual. Charles McGarry, he is a, an entertainment attorney, former judge, radio station owner, has been to more sh- rock and roll. Hey, Jake, how are you? Hey, man, I'm doing great. Yeah, welcome to the uh, Garland Pepper Show. Oh, why, why, thank you. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah. So we got this little sound going on behind because I opened up another app to get, because I figured you might not have got the first one. Accidentally hit it. I was I was waiting. <laughs> and And so now I hear that sound in the back. I went ahead and joined the second one, so I figured that was the reason. Oh, well, then I think we're good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can hear you great, I, man. So uh, welcome you all to the Garland Pepper Show. This is my good friend, Jake Garrig. Jake Garrig is a teacher at the Silverton School District. He is currently teaching online uh, PE classes and such, which he's getting really creative with. We'll talk about that. Um, he's got a couple daughters, wonderful wife, beautiful house. And uh, it's just an all-American good guy, plays music. And I want to hear, was a little guy, what he did in Silverton. <laughs> so welcome to the Garland Pepper Show, my friend Jake Garrett on the show. Yes. Yes, sir. Hey, thanks for those uh, so, kind words. <laughs> oh, no, they come easy. You make it easy. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. Hey, you want to hear this? Listen. <laughs> oh. Did you hear that? I heard that. I heard it. That sounded that sounded to me like a Triceratops Oof. double IPA. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, for a while there, you could only find that one in uh, twenty-two ounce bottles for years, and then uh, for years and years, yeah. and only in ex- exclusive places would hold it. Like you couldn't get it very many places. Right, right. I know. I uh, yeah, that was a uh, number one in my in my mouth. So I just could, uh, that's what I wanted. Try Sarah hops, eight yeah. percent. Mm-hmm. It'll get the job done. I got a uh, what am I got here? I got the juicy sunrise it's, flowing right ooh, now. Oh, juicy sunrise is good. I like a juicy IPA. Yeah. I like a juicy IPA. That's always good. So, what is it? Oregonians drink the hoppiest IPAs of any almost anybody else in <laughs> Seattle. I think it's a Northwest thing. Yeah, you know, Seattle or um, you know, I have friends. But if you are an, uh, not an IPA guy in Oregon, you, you just kind of – you're typically a porter guy or a stout guy yeah, or an I've noticed that. Yeah, you kind of go – you go towards those darker ones um, or your all-American, you know, Budweiser, Coors, you know. PBR. Yeah, PBR, yeah, right. Yep. PBR. Yeah, you know, I just – I don't know. The hops, too hoppy. There is a th- such thing I think is too hoppy, honestly. Um, the, well, there used to be <laughs> – <laughs> You know, 
you know what I mean? When we first started with, with the IPAs, because IPAs are a, uh, they're kind of an, a, an acquired taste. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And once you get it, it's, it's one of those things. It's like, oh, yeah, it's like sipping the flowers. You know, <laughs> it's like, I feel like a honeybee when I'm, when I'm drinking an IPA, <laughs> especially a nice sweet, sweet IPA with just a lot of different floral hops. I feel like I'm just sipping the juices of, of hops. <laughs> the nectar of it's the amazing hops. oh yeah nectar of the hops yeah yeah man good so stuff. yeah mm-hmm. well i gotta tell you gary i've been uh enjoying your shows you know listening to some old friends and whatnot and catching up and even hearing about some new ones so um i, I appreciate you doing this i think you're a you're a good guy to do this. You, you know, we've always had great conversations in the backyard in the shop, walking home from Matt's place, whatever the deal may be. But, uh, yeah, I, this is great. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. This is, this has been a long journey. I've been talking this for a long time. You know, I've been really like, cause you know, I had to kind of assess, okay, where do I fit in in this world and what are my skills and what are my talents and, what am I good at? And I am good at holding a conversation, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not great. <laughs> and this, this is really teaching me some things about how to be better. When I go back and listen, I'm like, ah, oh, listen to you, Gary, being a, you know, too, too overbearing or whatever. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not a, uh, I haven't even listened. I think yours and uh, Zach, uh, the Marion County knockout boys. I mean, those are the two podcasts that, the first one I ever listened to was one with Zach and uh, Andy talking about Rush, you know, and that was my first podcast. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. I really liked that. Marion County Knockout Boys. Yeah. Just down the road, Silverton, That's Oregon. right, that's right. Two good, two good friends, Andy and Zach, and they get together. They have a good time. I really do enjoy that one. Yeah. yeah. So I haven't listened to the latest one yet. I, I just listened yeah, to the one with Jim, too. That one was fun. The one with Jim. Okay, I'll have to check that, that one out for good. sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I I just uh, you know slap on a pair of headphones and go for a go for a walk, walk the dog, and I'm, that's a good way to you know kill the hour without dealing with cars and traffic and all that. So, yeah, yeah, and I, you know, and I I love music, but sometimes it's just kind of nice to have a story going on, right? Right. You know, and and sometimes. Music by nature is repetitive. For some reason, we as humans really like our music to repeat itself. I agree. They've tried experiments where they've done music with, um, they just completely chaotic. There was a movement, you know, I, and I'm not sure when, but I remember watching some documentary on it and there was this movement where they were like, never create, never redo the same two stanzas. Mm. Right. You never do, yes, you never repeat yourself. And it gets kind of, you know, jazz does some of that. There's some jazz that right. does that. Yeah. Um, but that's, it's, it's tough for people to listen to. It's challenging. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because then it, what is it? Is it, I mean, it's, it's a cacophony. <sighs> Even if it has a direction. Uh, is that the technical term? That sounds about right. Well, I would think so. Yeah, cacophony. Well, but even if everything was ordered, and you you didn't have a lot. Well, cacophony would be like the whole orchestra is just making sounds. Right. Right. Sounds. But if you just went from instrument to instrument, and they all kind of did a different thing, and it just kind of kept going, 
it might end up being story, but we like, I think the reason music needs to repeat is because it's always having to give us context. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, when you listen to music, are you a, uh, are you a lyric guy? Or are you more of a, uh, you know, the music guy, are you the whole package or you focus on guitar? What, like, what, what's your, what do you look Yeah. At? Over the years, over the years, it's changed, you know, as I've been around more people who play guitar, I've really learned how to spot guitar. It used to just all be music with a big M, right? Mm-hmm. Like I would just see the whole band with a big B and I would feel it. Now feel was the big thing. All capital letters feel. <laughs> Because that's how I've, I experienced music. Yeah. But as, as I got older, um, you know, I started being around people who played more music and uh, seeing guitars and stuff. I started seeing people play. I started to be able to pick that out in music. Right. Before it was just like flat in a way. It was music. It was flat in that way, but it felt amazing. Right. So I didn't really, I didn't have the definitions for it. But as, as time's gone on, you. Yes. Through associations and through practice, you know, I've played around a little bit on the piano. I've never been a fan of me playing on the piano (laughs) for very long. (laughs) Um, I've, you know, plunked around on drums for years. Hand drums is what I really liked, but I, you know, I did marching band and, all, all that kind of shit. Yeah. Oh, um, really? I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I worked, I was in a town of 800 in the middle of Utah and, uh, they had, uh, I think there were 80 in the school, 80 kids oh, Wow. in the high school and the high school went from seventh to 12th and of the 80, 50 were in band. And this band was a force. We were the best band in 2A in, in all of Utah. And we were invited to go to the Bicentennials because that's how old I am. <laughs> hey, now. Dang. So 50 out of 80 in the band. Would that leave 30, 30 players for the football team yeah. or what? Yeah. <laughs> no, those – no, the football kids, everybody was in the band Every, except oh. for some kids. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what those kids did. I think they were a colony. <laughs> the other kids I, you know I don't know I don't know why those other kids well there was, a, there was a requirement if you were in band you had to come every Monday, Wednesday and Friday on the weekend on, on the, in the summer and March oh, in damn. the field because we were literally a marching band and we, we did cool shit we got to march uh, for the Osmonds oh, for real? Yeah. well not for the well the Osmonds were at the Brigham Young University Stadium okay. thing. And they were doing a tribute to him, right? Because uh, I forget what that stadium was called. Anyway, they were at that stadium, and um, we were in the in the second O with another band because we, yeah. <laughs> flashback, flashback. Yeah, there was like seven or eight bands from from Utah there. We worked all day long out in the sun. It was freaking brutal with this yeah with this super nazi gay uh coordinator guy (laughs) which you kind of had to be all of those things to really do this yeah you know and he was like everybody and he had been doing this for years he knew how to get people in form 
So he got people in form, and that's what we did. And we marched out in form, and then we had to do a transition, and then march left and right, and we were off, you know. But that was really fun. <laughs> that's, you know, yeah. I've always admired marching bands. There's, I mean, man, I mean, there's a level of marching band that they're making shapes now, they're spelling out words and all this shit, you know, yeah. carrying a damn yeah. tuba around, and it's, mm-hmm. I'm impressed. It's- I- Cover it's cover in alignment and counting your steps, man. <laughs> Especially like those circular things. It's like, yes, this guy takes six steps. You know, it's covered in alignment. You know, they're just kind of like the guy out outside on the edge is like running almost. <laughs> the guy on the inside is 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 tiptoeing. Yeah, making and, tight turns. And they're you know, yeah, if you're doing like a wagon wheel, yeah. <laughs> and it's just keeping your alignment, keeping your alignment. And you have to be able to do that through your periphery because you can't turn your head. That makes sense. So you have to everything kind of know, has to be forward, right? You kind of have to know. <laughs> mm-hmm, you have to know how far you are in front of the other person, and then and then look at your line down to the side. And yeah, it's 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 intense. It's kind of fun, but yeah, I would I would never want to be the guy up there on that podium. <laughs> he had like this. He had like this. Like you know the old airlines where you just they just bring the stairs out to the airplane. <laughs> yeah. That was it, huh? He had one of the he had one of those things with like a big speaker. You know, he had one of those big megaphones. Yeah. Oh, he was a dick. <laughs> it was hilarious. Uh, well, that's cool. See, I learned something new about you today, Gary. I know. There's always something. Oh, yeah. I mean, I got a lot of years. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, wisdom. So what you been doing with the downtime? You've been well, you know, yeah, I have. Um, you know, I've always, I, I, I busted out some recording stuff. Um, I got a handful of songs written, you know, maybe about a dozen. And I've always had this vision of, of creating a, a full 12 song album, you know, where I played all the instruments, you know, actually recording real life acoustic drums and uh, playing bass and, you know, mm-hmm. layering guitars and vocals and just kind of like a the one man full meal deal. Um, so I got a little bit of that going on in the works right now. Um, working on, I uh, got a looper pedal Jen got me for, for Christmas. And so trying to put together kind of that, one man show or just add to kind of what Zach and I have done in the past and how can we take what we've done and, you know, add a little bit more to it. And I mean, it's a little, it's a little format this time, but uh, that's something I'm, this break time has taught me, you know, just go out there and just do it. I would love to do more of that. And I think you're, you'll see more of that coming up here in the next, you know, year or so. Um, I've been real slow to find my patterns through all of this. Yeah. And and I'm starting to bust out, but it it's taken me a while. Um yeah, just first few weeks I was just down low, man. I I don't even know if I felt good. I don't, you know. <laughs> yeah. It was just like I you know, I was working from my bed. Right. Work. I was actually working on my computer doing things and blah 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 and yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, it's been a, uh, you know, it's been a change. I I will say one thing, Um, this whole thing, being away from work is, you know, no teacher wants to be away from their kids, obviously. Um, And and I'm not just saying that, you know, um, I really do miss the kids there. 
it's a huge part of my life. But at the same time, being home with my own two kids has been phenomenal. Oh, they are some they are some badass little kids. And, you know, Josie's yeah. eight and Emma's just turned six. And I'm getting to know them mm-hmm. in a way that I don't think I would have ever been able to had I been working, you know, it's not you teaching teaching this in 730 to 330. It's you know, it's all it's all, all the, time. the time. It's you leave the house, you go yeah. down to go out to eat dinner. Guess what? I still have to be in teacher mode, you know, to an extent. But um, yeah, but yeah. I, it, I have definitely have seen a new light in my own children. And it's a really cool thing. Um, I will say that's one benefit from this whole debacle. <laughs> yeah. Do you worry about some of your students who you know are probably not in the greatest of circumstances? You know, that's a that's a concern. Uh, always is a concern. Um, I've had a few of them check in with me, and we just do a Google Meets, and just you know what? It, sometimes they just want to talk. Sometimes they just want to show you, hey, here's my Legos that I've been working on, or here's my art, uh-huh. or uh, you know, mm-hmm. here's my basketball cards I'm collecting, and it's anyway, you know, I, anyway I can make that connection. That's so cool. you're open. You're open through the kids, like so. Yeah, this whole thing's brand new. This whole communication model's brand right. new, and so yeah. It, tell me a little bit more about that. How do you guys do that? So, pretty much as a, well as a PE teacher, it's a little challenge. I mean, you know, I I think I have it the easiest. It's kind of like go outside if it's sunny and go play, and <laughs> inside, uh, here's a list of uh, workouts you can do. You know, just little things. And so, we do a, a weekly calendar for kids. Um, I, mm-hmm. I post a video every Thursday of some kind of challenge. Uh, my teaching partner, uh, she does kind of more of a dance slash, uh, workout routine. Uh, I'm more of the challenge mm-hmm. kind of guy. So I think between the two of us, we're hitting a, the broad range of kids abilities and what they enjoy. And so I've been, I've had a great time man, making these videos. Josie's been my camera girl. She's killing it over there. Uh, I get to add my own kind of music flair to it and uh, you know, special effects and all this. And I've never done any of this shit before this. So this is all. Yeah. New. Yeah. You, you put together some good <laughs> yeah. videos. I really well, like appreciate it. it. Yeah, yeah. Thanks man. And so that's one of those things where, you know, I wasn't sure, do I want to post this out to Facebook? It's one thing to post it out to the classrooms for kids, but you know, I put it up on social media and whatnot. And this response was so positive. I'm like, Oh, okay. People do. They, they dig this. So. No, they're fun. And you're a good instructor. It was really well done. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, thank yeah. you. Yeah. I feel like I'm just, kind of stepping out of my box, you know, I've always been, I wouldn't say always, but deep down, it's always worried about how, ah, well, somebody might not like it or somebody might think, oh, this idiot or whatever, you know, and I've just kind of taken yeah. an approach at this point where, you know what, this is, this is me, you know, <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, you got to get there. Yep. You got to yep. get and there, right? Get over the, I don't, I don't give a F what anybody should think about it. So if I like it, you're going to see it. So. <laughs> yeah, enjoy. No, it was really fun. I I think I shared it. Oh, nice, sweet. I like, this is cool. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's different, you know, the whole digital learning, all that. A lot of sitting in front of a screen when you know I'm on my feet every day in a gym, uh, and yeah, so it's, it's different. different. But it's hard to get that routine as well, that daily routine. I mean, <laughs> we thrive on routine. So you're trying to you're trying to build content every day in a different right. way, right? How many, how many, so you have to do content every day? Well, not, not so much for me. Uh, some, some of the classroom teachers, yeah. 
uh, they kind of share it between all yeah. the grade levels or whatever. But uh, for, for uh-huh. me, not not so much content every day. I feel like, you know, Tuesdays and kind of Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, I have some meetings here and there, you know, but for the most part, it's all right. Plotting for what video I need to record. Like today, Josie and I did our next one. I'll release tomorrow. And so um Mm-hmm. there's always stuff to do man and i'm always available for kids uh you know they say set your office hours and make sure you're available from here to here i just tell the kids you know i'm available whenever you need me you need me at 7 30 at night to talk to me about your kobe bryant rookie card whatever excites you then i'll I'll spend the time and so um i don't know it's been different but i'm ready to well time's quite different now yeah, isn't it yeah yeah man Time is different. I'm still, you know, sleeping on a regular schedule for the most right. part, but it feels different. There's not these bookends on right. Things. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I don't miss the rush to work at all. <laughs> at all, it's never felt normal. It never felt human. Yeah. Well, and you know that whole get up, shower try to eat but can't eat because it's too fucking <laughs> early get to work you know 5 30 in the morning get to work by seven and then you know sit under artificial lights and talk to people that you still have to talk to after 10 years yeah you know that you still like but but it's just the same thing every day it's of course this is the same thing every day too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's true but it's with it's with less stress it's definitely with less stress and less carbon Dude, my carbon footprint's way the fuck down. Oh, hell. yeah. Oh, I bet, man. I've been I traveling. I can't tell you the last time I put gas in my truck, man. I have no idea. It's been months. I mean, I probably should check it, make sure it's not going bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I need to... Uh, I, I I would like to just... Because there, there's only one spot in Oregon I haven't been, and that's the outboard desert. So. Oh, well, if you got time. Yeah. And so I, I want to yeah. go there. Yeah. Yeah, I need to go there. <laughs> I've I can't I've never been. I don't even know where. It's the southeastern corner of Okay, Florida. yeah, see that's way beyond. You know. Mm-hmm. And there's this just massive escarpment of of a mountain that kind of plows out of the earth. And it's big valley underneath it that just goes on forever. Sounds incredible. It just makes me, yeah, it makes you feel small. Well, we are small in the grand scheme of it all, man. Let me ask, <laughs> let me ask you something. Do you hear music in the background at all? No, I don't hear, no. Okay. I think it's just my phone. I think it's waiting for the other connection. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. Or maybe it just gives me a rhythm. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's in your head. It's yeah. Maybe <laughs> it is. Actually, have you ever had that where it's just like you keep hearing, like, I have the, the my alarm on my phone. I swear to God, it comes into my head without making sound <laughs> about an hour before it actually goes Oof. off. Yeah, that's no good, man. It's like subliminally going in there. I'm like, mm, it's already happening. No. no, it's not really. Yeah. So that's the other thing, you know, the whole stress of getting up in the morning. It was just like, uh, yeah, you don't get to get through your sleep cycles. Like yeah. you need to. 
you know um and you guys are young so you got young kids so like you get off work and if you guys got like after school things you're fucking running oh god yeah well and i just i mean i coached pretty much i mean i coached volleyball uh girls basketball boys basketball so my season ended uh right maybe two days before this whole thing happened. And so I was really looking forward to yeah. oh, get home at where, you know, three thirty, sound four o'clock. I'll get home and see the girls and all that. And rather than driving home, right. from, you know, Lebanon at 10 o'clock with a bus, 10 full of sweaty eighth grader to, you know, I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. taking them all to Wendy's or whatever. So, so yeah. I was expecting yeah. that, but I wasn't expecting this, but you know, here we are. So we just, make the most of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, well, at least you got your kind of, you kind of got your yard set up to a nice little yeah. haven now. Yeah. It's been a big, uh, you know, my mom was over the other day and she said, grandma would, grandma would be proud, you know? So she oh, was good. like, man, grandma would have loved this shit. The smile on my mom's face kind of said it all. And, you know, as little as both of those people were, I don't know how y'all came out. So <laughs> Her, your mom is your mom is big. Both of those people are small. I know. Yeah, she, yeah, she's she's I, she's I a tall girl. Understand. You know, she is. She's she, yeah, no, yeah. She's what about five? Yeah, well, eleven. Nah, I don't know about that. Five maybe ten. She has the right shoes. I don't know. Probably in the five seven five eight range for sure. But yeah, you know, and Dad's yeah. not. Nah, he's six foot. So somehow he, he had some yeah. gargantuous children. <laughs> Yeah, you guys ended yeah. up pretty tall. I don't know your sister that well. You know, she's a she's a good mix of of all of us. I think uh, she's a very unique individual. I love my sister to death. She has that um, that Garrick thing. Yeah, she's just she's just wild, man. She's a wild child, and it's that red hair. You know, it has to be. I don't know what else to blame it on, but <laughs> but she's an incredible person, and. Uh, I don't know. I don't see her as much as I probably should, but. You know, the thing about all the Garrigs that I know, you know, some families kind of follow similar traits and kind of, they all go yeah. the same directions yeah. and such, but, but, but you all are very much individualized and, and, and very typically very into what you do. Oh yeah. I like all yep. the Garrigs. I know. If we find yeah. a passion, you know, we're, I feel like we're all kind of, mm-hmm. <laughs> It's, it's it's all yeah. in you know and i'm noticing that mm-hmm. same thing in my own kids so that's it's, it's it, good you know, it's good trait i feel like it is as long as you don't go too deep <laughs> my brother david my brother david has has that at a really yeah. high level um you know when he's into something like when he got into paella oh yeah it was all paella and it is still <laughs> all, paella all paella all the time baby that's yeah, no, that's I good mean, shit he, too. He, he makes some good shit. It. That's good paella. That's because it has been nothing yeah. but passion. That's what I'm yeah. thinking. Is that the secret ingredient? It's got to oh, be 100, percent dude. 100. percent No, he's thinking about every bit of it. He grinds his own spices oh, wow. for that. Yeah, he's found his best sources for meats. He's found his best sources. You know, he goes to a Mexican carnicera to get his chorizo. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I don't know the car, carne senora. I I've never heard that word said, or I probably have, but didn't recognize it because I've always said it wrong. <laughs> I could picture it right now. I just you don't know, know how car- to say it. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, car- carne carne yeah, senora. Yeah. Come on, so, 
Yeah, yeah. There goes my yeah, French, right. yeah. bro. I'm out of it. Orale wedo. Yeah, I'm totally wedo now. That's yeah, right. That's right. He doesn't even know what the meat shop's yeah, called, right. bro. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> Carney and Carne, Carne 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 No, that's a no. That's yeah. A the hell. No. Yeah, it's that's a fifteen. A, yeah. I I think it is Carne Sinera. Car Carne Sinera. I don't know, man. I I'm not sure. I'll have to. Somebody will correct yeah, right, me. Hopefully, yeah. send me a message. Send me a message on Anchor. Say, hey, <laughs> dumbass. It means that. Is this how what you say? Garland Pepper. Get him off the stage. He doesn't know how to speak no <laughs> Spanish. Uh, that guy. Get him out of here. Somebody. All get about the, rolling uh, the arb, man. You got to roll uh, the arb. Uh, uh, apparently that's a uh, Yucatan oh. thing. More of the rolling of the eyes. <laughs> southern, southern okay. Mexican. That's my understanding. But you never know anymore, right? Like the southern accent is not the southern accent it was when I was a kid. Okay. Was it more? No. Actually, all the accents aren't the accents that they were when I was a kid. <laughs> They just up and changed over time. Uh, yeah, yeah, homogenization. Yeah, makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, everybody's getting their news sources from general, like centralized news sources. That's what those people sound like. Um, the you 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 know there is still accents, right. and or Oregon has an accent. That's what you know. I've heard that. I don't, but I don't. Yeah, I don't know. So we we are folk. Okay. And so we, we have a folk style. Y'all. Not y'all. That's more. Uh... I, I do, do y'all, y'all too. I'm, I'm like, where'd y'all, y'all come from? Because I'm from old Silvertone, Oregon here. And I still throw out y'all once in a while. Yeah. I don't do the yawns and all that. Y'all. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Oregon. <laughs> Oregon. Where are you from? Oregon. Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm only from Oregon when yeah. I'm here because I'm gone yeah. from Oregon. Holy <laughs> 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 oh, gone. That's my dad joke. I got to yeah, have one dad joke. One. There you Session. go. Session. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm only Oregon when I'm out of state. Uh, yeah. Because I'm from Oregon, bitches. <gasps> I'm sorry if I offended any of you who actually, you know, are worried about that. <laughs> being assumed right. as if because otherwise you wouldn't be offended what? what so you inherited your grandfather's house and all of its 1920 weirdness well, yeah I mean when uh, Jen and I we were living in northeast Salem you know bought our little starter home there and it was kind of by the uh Firebird Lane's bowling alley there off of Center Street, you know, in the ghetto. And, uh, in the ghetto. Oof, man, after bullets flying and. Bullets flying and the children dying in the ghetto. Yeah, it was time. It was time to start looking elsewhere. And Grandpa just, you know, Grandpa passed, and Mom and the bro- and the brothers were trying to figure out, well, what, oh, what do we do at the house? What do you, what do you, what should we do? And Chris is out and. So I, we were looking to get back to Silverton, and I think um, it was a great 
opportunity for us. So we ended up buying it from the, uh, from my aunts or my uncles, and my mom. And, you know, they gave us a pretty good, they give us market below market value deal. Let's just say, I mean, sure. Sure. Yeah. We did all right. right yeah. You know, um, but you got a whole different thing. Yeah. You know, it was, it's, it's cool. My aunt and uncle, uh, the the brothers, my uncles come over still like, oh, man, check out these nails in the side of the chimney. You know, that's how we used to sneak out of the house. And, you know, so I tried to leave some of that kind of stuff, the uh, mm -hmm. the more memorable stuff and and uh, put our own twist on it, you know, and added on a big old addition. And, you know, I, I've never been a carpenter in my life. My dad was always handy, but I was kind of, you know, out playing music or whatever, drinking. Goofing off. Yeah, messing around, you know. Goofing and, off. <laughs> and so uh, a lot of it, maybe I just absorbed it through uh, osmosis from them. I'm not sure, but a lot of YouTube I mean, you... went into this house and I get really I, so I you get, did all of that yourself you all never of it, asked dude. me I just lived down the road dude I would have come over and gotten your way well yeah right yeah um yeah dry you know it, we paid for a little bit of the drywall to be textured or uh, you know taped and mudded because I hate doing that shit but for I plumbed it I I, I did electric I sighted the whole thing you know mm. the whole shebang uh, it was a great Nothing experience. Nothing more satisfying than hiring a really good drywall company. And here in the Northwest, <laughs> most of our really good drywall companies are uh, Russian Orthodox. Mm -hmm. And these guys can, they can do like 2,500 square foot house yeah. in a day. Yeah, they know what they're doing, with, man. With weird fucking angles and shit. And they just fly. Yeah, yeah. And they'll send it in a guy the next day to come in and finish up the lines and then You've got a house that look, looks ready. Right. You know, I wish we would have went that route. We got some bids for it, and Russian guy and the Hispanic guy, but we ended up hiring. They're not uh, cheap. No, no. We ended up hiring Jen's but dad it, and his buddy, who yeah. uh, they were drunk and stoned pretty much 95% of the time. And I'll tell you what, they turned out all right. They did all right. <laughs> so... <laughs> I've done some of my funnest projects, a little drunk and a little stone. Not so too built drunk, on not it, man. Too, a little drunk and a little stone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, and it's some pork if you get a little over. Eat a little pork. <laughs> yeah. It'll put you back yeah. right in there. It'll get you right put in. Put you back right in there, yeah. So, so we have a folkness, I think, in our language because we do get her done. I mean, because you have to. Yeah. Organ will grow on you. Yeah. Organ will grow over you if you don't have some sort of kind of ability to get into it, unless you live in the city. Right. 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 Or, you know, in some sort of, there's a group bonds are taken care of or something like that. Right. Oof. Oof. No, no, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. But Oregon requires, even with a little bit of land, a lot of work because yeah. it's, because if you don't, everything else will be there and eventually your house will be eaten by blackberries yep it will yep I've overgrown seen... trees blackberries weeds man it all it's a not it's a constant battle well you know you know especially back by that creek i mean man i've whacked those we blackberry bushes down over and over yeah yeah and you don't want to spray them because they're right there on the water and it's right on the water so yeah that's not that's out but you no, you don't want to spray them, so you just go back there and weed whacking them. And for 20 fucking years, I've been weed whacking them. My neighbor never <laughs> weed whacks his ever. 
I went over there five years ago and just did his whole backyard. He wasn't even home. I just did it. He never knew about it until he came home. He's like, Hey, did you do that? I was like, yeah. He goes, Oh, cool. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, I didn't have to worry about him coming over my fence and now they've been pulling over my fence. Yeah. Yeah. Them them and the Ivy. He's not doing anything about the Ivy. So I got to go back there. I just got my weed whacker up and up and kicking today. Went over to the Eric, my good boy, Eric. And uh, we uh, got this baby running again because uh, he's nice. a machine. Yeah, he's 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 a, he's he's, he's master he's of the mach- small engine. <laughs> he's yeah, he's a machine gnome. That's he's awesome. a gnome. Yeah, he's like the garden gnome that can fix all garden <laughs> equipment. Shit, I got also. He's also the racing gnome. Like he can race anywhere on any kind of scooter, bike, motorcycle, go-kart. Wow. So, yeah, he's, he's a motor gnome, super motor that's gnome. A, that's a good guy to know, man. And you know what I know about you, Gary, is that you know, you know a lot of people, and I've never met somebody that you've known that has been a bad person. You know, they're all just good people. So I think that's I filter, something that uh, I yeah, maybe filter, that's filter them out. <laughs> And I've got a first off filter that I use. It's a first off filter. In other words, I basically go at it like I got a lot of good friends. You really got to have a good reason for me to want to be your friend. Yeah. And if you're going to talk some, you know, if you start talking stupid, I walk away. How's that? (laughs) Yeah, that's, that sounds fair to say. Yeah. And, and so there's a, there's so many people that I don't walk away from now have all of my friends done something stupid. Yes. Guaranteed. I'm positive <laughs> of that. Right. I'm so positive of that. And do they think stupid things? Yes. I think many of us do. We all think stupid things. Yep. But there's certain levels and I don't, I don't have it written out in some, you know, spreadsheet somewhere, but there are certain levels of, stupidity (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) just kind of but i I, you know i'm pretty fucking tolerant man yeah yeah but i love engaging and i can engage with all levels and stupid isn't really i don't know stupid's not my problem i don't care about stupid i i i can yeah i can love (laughs) stupid right um what i can't love is mean yeah, but I, yeah, I agree, man. Not straight out. Now, I can love mean if I can see that they're, if it's a mean that's actually grasping for something to help it not be mean. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Does that make sense? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I'm, sure, I'm sure in your line of work, you work with kids with disabilities. Yeah. And sometimes they're just mean because they don't know how to express themselves. And I think yeah. we're all kind of like that. Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I think we are. They're, you know, for the most part, I will say kids have, uh, I mean, they're, they are kind hearted. They are kind hearted unless shown mm-hmm. or taught something different, you know, and some of them have no. been their whole life. That's all they've known. And man, I've seen that, man. I've seen that. Where When like, they're I, mean, it's because they've been hurt. Yep. Got the guard. Not always. Not always. You know, there may be some sort of mental 
disorder where they are actually paranoid and yeah. they act out and it's not meanness as per se, but just bizarre freaking behavior. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. I've seen that. <laughs> well, and you, in a city, everybody sends their kids to school. Right. You know, from all walks of life, people who have really stable homes and, and, uh, you know, pretty good income and good nutrition and attentive parents. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you get these other homes where, you know, the parents weren't from those homes where it was attentive and, and they don't even really know how to be parents. Yeah. But they became parents because, you know, at a young age, maybe they got pregnant. Right. And, and life presented them with that as the only option that that person could do was to follow through with that. And her, you know, her belief systems or whatever take her through that. But the support system's not there. Like, all the people who say, yeah, you should do this, weren't there to help her in the end or aren't there to help her now. Yeah. And so this loneliness builds, you know, and once there's loneliness, there's seeking to fill that loneliness, whether it be through alcohol or another bad companion. Right. You know, and it's just this cycle and these kids are living in these people's trauma. So there's the parents are in trauma and these kids by no fault of their own are yeah. Yeah. in it. Oh, I, I see it, man. I see it all the time. And, you know, you just do the best you can with the time that I have with them. And I feel as a, um, as a male, you know, I've, I've worked in Albany for seven years, my first seven years of teaching as the only male out of a staff of 40 women, you know, 40 women and me. Holy crap. And I would just, you know, the, especially the young young males i mean they would just gravitate towards that or the even the females who had mm-hmm. uh dads you know you you would have no idea how many times i hear oh my dad's i get to go visit him in prison this yeah. you know and it's yeah. just like it blows your mind it seems like everybody's looking for father even the kids i know who had fathers at yeah. some level are looking for fathers i think my daughters are looking for a father in in me you know i think there's this ideal of father that nobody's meeting. I don't know how to meet it. I didn't grow up with one, so I wasn't really great at it. Yeah. You know, I followed Tammy's lead and, and I don't know if that's like the energy they needed. I think maybe a little more masculine energy would have been fine. Um, yeah, but, but I held back because my masculine energy was kind of a little over the top. It was kind of Marine Corps style. It was a little, you know, and I, (laughs) Yeah, you know, that's not good with girls. It doesn't work. It, they just cry, and all of a sudden, you just feel like a dick. Yeah, well, you're the dad of two daughters, you know, and I'm in the same boat with, with you know, as you were. So, yeah, I always tell Jan, I'm like, all right, I got it up until they're about 13, and then after that, I'll be out in the shop, man. You can find me later. <laughs> you know where I'm at. <laughs> well, but, they will, too. That's actually going to be cool, because you'll be able to be in your space, and when they come to you, you'll be able to be cool. At 13, 14, sometimes the moms and daughters, maybe they don't get along that great. Yeah, they could be you're, you're, Yeah, you could be the one that they go to. So you never know. I mean, you can't play it yeah. out. And, you're, and one will be different than the other. 
both my daughters are very, very different people. They rebel and they both are rebellious because they're my kids, but they rebel in very different ways. Yeah. Well, I know you got good kids and I've got your granddaughter, you know, what a, what a awesome, unique, um, creative individual that girl is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. She could have, she could have grown up in a much different circumstance, you know, and it was looking like it was going to be that way. And, uh, I had, I had a point of surrender where I was like, I can't really help this out because I don't know what to do to make it better. Because, you know, yeah. in the end, it's always got to be the person who's, who's in the situation who wants to change the situation. You can't change somebody's will. Right. You can't. You can suggest, but that doesn't mean that. Yeah. yeah. Somebody's, but sometimes people are just not influenceable. Not at this point. At this point in time, right. I'm not influenceable. And you got to know that. You got to know when to, well, okay. Yep. Yeah. And play to their strengths gonna at fold, that point. I'm going to fold these. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. These ain't going to work. <laughs> New hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where I'm at right now in life. That's exactly where I'm at right now in life. It's all new hands. Yeah. No. Yep. Well, you know, you're at a point where you, th- you can reshuffle and deal a new hand and this is yeah this is the time i guess there was a pretty big chunk of money that i was looking at every month that i'm not getting now Ah, yeah right i know man and that's that's gotta be tough we we've been dealing a little bit of that and you know i phase one just got opened up today what's all right opens on friday phase one for marion county oh brown just opened it up i read so the uh, county's opening into phase one starting Friday, and uh, that includes massage okay. therapists. So Jen, oh, you good. know, Jen will be back into the swing of it, taking all the precautions and whatnot. And uh, it'll be nice sure, to have sure. uh, that second income coming in. But you know, sure. it's yeah, it's been a it's been interesting. But you know, I noticed the more the more you're at home, you know, the more the you know, you don't have to go out and eat dinner and beers are six bucks a pop. So it's kind of like, well, <laughs> saving a lot of money, saving some money. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Life is simpler. You can save a lot of money. And matter of fact, when all the stuff's in season, if you go down and buy bulk and can that shit. <laughs> yeah. No. You really you could really live simple. I mean, I, I've done it before. Live pretty simple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Taking a little ahead uh, of the old marijuana right now. No, oh, what do you what are you snacking on? I think it's Gorilla Glue, number four. Classic, it's, yes. Yeah, it's down to the dregs. I'm just sucking on the end of the straw. I'm getting the Slurpees. Hitting the you hitting hitting the vape pen, or are you hitting the uh, some fresh mm-hmm. herb, or what? No, the vape pen. Yeah. I, I got a bunch of old herb. I'm going to mix in some. I'm going to. Yeah, I don't want to buy any herbs. So I'm just going to keep smoking old herb. What <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, smoke it if you got it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been given a lot of herb. But usually it's when people are like, okay, my new stuff's coming in. Here, you get this. <laughs> you okay, get the cool. hand me down. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind it. I mean, you know, it's not like bam, but. Yeah, you know, it takes a few more bowls to do it, but <laughs> right, it get the job done. 
it works out. You know, I can, I can weed whack. Yeah. That's right. You know, it's perfect for that. Right. There you go. It's perfect for that kind of thing. Um, you know, I built, I built my back door just stoned. I remember, I don't know. I just kind of stop, think, stop, think, you know, it takes you a little longer, <laughs> but it's actually, it works. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, puts you in the creative mode. Yeah. Yeah. And it's illegal in so many places still. It's really uh, it's bizarre. After having mind been, boggling. After having been legal here for so long and, and then finding out that like literally every fucking buddy does or doesn't care doesn't or doesn't care and there's no like if you went to the weed shop and said oh it's going to be this kind of person there you'd be right about 40 percent of the time (laughs) because it's a whole lot of the other people yeah it's everybody because it does good things it makes people feel good yeah i go down to lucky leaf yeah i love it Good people. They know lucky what they're doing. Leaf. Yeah, lucky leaf. Lucky leaf, Silverton, so Oregon. There you go. You got to put a plug in, man. You're you got to put com- in plug. Right about commercial plug break times. So. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I ain't getting paid for nothing. So right <laughs> now. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. you know, supporting those guys, um, you know, like Silver Falls Brewery, those guys, you know, these are people that. Local. People who made they're it. They're local. Right? Yeah. Know, like Max, shit, I went to- Max Place, Wooden Nickel. Yeah. You know, Home Place, I think, is still kind of locally owned. Yeah, as far as yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah, you know, Joel, Wine Bar, to have a romantic night. You oh, know? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know the guy that's opening up the old townhouse, but it needed a rejuvenation. So this is kind of cool. Somebody's That'll doing be, something new to it. It'll be cool to see. Yeah, we went and had dinner when it was that Velvet Curtain. It's the same people that are doing this new thing, too. And tell you what, man, we were we were impressed with the food. We were impressed with the with the, uh, I don't know, hospitality. And uh, so, you know, I really, I hope that works out. I just remember as a small kid, you know, my grandpa, Willie was a barber down there and his shop was right next to townhouse, you know? Sure. So we, we spent a lot of time over there getting burgers and milkshakes and he'd walk into that place and, you know, all the old boys sitting around the, the uh, horseshoe there and flipping coin. I mean, it was like classic Americana. When I first moved to silverton there was never an empty seat in that place man right they'd right. send you over to the back with the spider web lights <laughs> yeah yeah in the back cove back there yeah the back cove oh yeah yeah that place was busy i remember uh sundays they'd always do prime rib yep give you like 17 forks <laughs> <laughs> just what you needed yeah yeah, it was, it was a good time, man. As a, uh, you know, as a kid growing up here in Silverton, I mean, I was, I mean, there wasn't a lot to do. We were a town about, shit, back then it was probably 3,500, 4,000 or so. And mm-hmm. it was just, and my, my grandpa had his barber shop downtown. We spent a lot of time down there. It was kind of free babysitting, if you will. Um, and either he'd throw us a buck, say, hey, go get some candy over at the market there or whatever, or it was mobbing around town and it was at a time you could do that you know yeah oh yeah kids you know they still can i don't know why they can't i mean right they're more protected now they got their fucking phone on them yeah right recording you know whatever yeah yeah. just fucking record guys starting to creep up on me put my phone on record (laughs) put it in my pocket it's a 2020 weapon of choice yeah yeah hit 911 (laughs) yeah yeah I mean, so, they, they're, the kids are more safe now. 
right? I, yeah. I, I think so. But yet, as parents, I don't see them out. I mean, I do see kids out and about, actually, which is great. That's another fun thing about living. So it depends town. on depends on the block. Yeah, right. Like two blocks up, like Peach Street and around that area there. Those those kids are all around those blocks, just riding their bikes, having a great time. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I didn't ever ha- I never had it because I'm on the highway where my kids could just go ride. Yeah, I'm, I mean, we're you in the know, same boat. I mean, what? I could first, probably. First chuck two a rock blocks and... freaked me out. Yeah, the first two blocks freaked me out. Like getting past your house before I can get over to Peach Street. Dude. Yeah. You know, those people on the highway, you know, they think they're out of town all of a sudden. They start checking their phone and then they're just kind of <laughs> weaving around. And it's Dude, just like, yeah. it's scary being on the side of the road anymore. I don't know how bicyclists do it. I have no idea. I was out weed whacking yesterday, weed whacking that berm out there, dude. And I was, it just, I'd have to stop, get out of the way. And people are just looking down in their laps and swerve. I mean, they're well mm-hmm. past the white line at that point. And, mm-hmm. I don't know, yeah. Just, just, and it curves right there. And it curves. There's a curve right before your house. Right yeah. before your house, it curves. Yeah. And so, so that light, because of that curve, all of that light comes straight to my house. That yeah, you probably see that whole straight to my house. Yeah, right. All the way down to Main Street. It's really bizarre. Like through my kitchen window all the way down to Main Street. It's weird. <laughs> it does now. Because this house used to be like people would drive by my house and be like, I couldn't see your house. Where was your house? Because I got that big red tree up front. Right. And then and then I got the hedgerow of like 17 different varieties of plants. <laughs> Sound blockers. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it's not working. You know, they took out the berm. They took out those big trees next door. And now it's just, it's all right here. It's a, it's a highway. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like right in my freaking house. Yeah, man, I know. And they put so many people out on the south side of town. It's just absurd. Yeah. Without I, putting another artery through. Yeah I, yeah, I was, you know, you ever think about at some point, at some point, is there going to be a North Silverton and a South Silverton? Are we ever going to get to that? I'm not talking in five, ten years. I'm talking in, you know, 50s, 100 years. But oh, are we going to get well, to a point where the Silver yeah. Falls Highway and all that, the feeds down to Water Mountain? Well, if, your kids stay, if everybody's kids stay here and they all have two kids and we're still living in our houses, what's the other option? Yeah, right. Yeah. Your kids have two kids and... That's eight people. By the time you guys leave the planet, they their kids might have another couple. So we're looking at 16, maybe 32 people. Two leave. Four are still, two are still on. Four below them are still on for a long time. And who knows what they made. Right. 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 So it's, it's exponential. Uh, when you think about the West Coast just 100 years ago and think about what was here. And you think about now. My house was here. Three years from a hundred years of okay, so in three years my house would have will be here. You built twenty three. A hundred years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so a hundred years ago my house wasn't existing yet, which means a lot of this didn't exist in Silverton. Right. 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 Yeah. Um, there's some neighborhoods that are over a hundred years old right now already. Right. There's some neighborhoods that are already there. Yeah. But this yeah. out out this way there were some some little parcels that came up yeah apparently and and this one was 1923 yeah we're we're 27 here where this house is 1927 and uh 
you know, and it's still that full half acre to the creek, you know, still got the road there. And right. But this right. used to be all country. My mom always tells stories of, well, that was never there. That house wasn't there. That house wasn't there. That was a horse sure. barn over there. And, you know, when I did a big mm-hmm. landscape remodel this summer, I was pulling up old ass horseshoes and bits and who knows what else. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was all here, man. Yeah. Um, and this was a little, I mean, you can still see the little rings downtown. They've left a couple of them in the sidewalk. Right, right. For where you could uh, just, you know, drop down, tie up your reins and leave your horse there. Yeah, yeah. You know, they used to have bars, you know. <laughs> those, yeah, those, saloons. Yeah. When I first moved to Silverton, Max Place, I had a taxi in one part and another business like in the front, there was yeah. like two businesses in the I front. I remember that Silverton Taxi was out of that little mm-hmm. uh, kind of like, it's almost like where the bathrooms are. I want to say, uh, so no, it was right up front. Or was it right in bath- the yeah. right in the very front on the side where if you if you're dining over there, you would eat there. Okay. And where the office is, there was another office thing, mm. I think. But anyway, and then underneath. So, like, when you first went in, there was a card room to, like, the first pillar. And there was always these guys sitting in there looking really angry. Uh. And, and then you, there was only guys in the bar. And they all just kind of turned and looked at you. <laughs> Record scratcher. Mm-hmm. Who's this guy? <laughs> it was seriously that kind of bar. Yeah. I don't know how the fuck they were making any money. Huh. Um, but that's, that was Silverton, you know? And I think it was a beer only bar back then. Oh, really? Yeah. Because, you know, silver. Yeah, there was uh, when I first moved to Oregon, Oregon uh, liquor laws were pretty weird. Like, um, so Pudges was beer and wine. Right. Um, Townhouse, I think, was the was the full liquor. Yeah. I think Townhouse has always been the full liquor. Right. And the rest were beer and wine. And then I think the. Yeah, Pudges. Oh, I love Pudges. Tell you what, man. I such great memories and just I think I liked the fact that it was just beer and wine. I think it just kept I mean, there's a there's a difference between somebody drinking just beer all night and somebody just mm-hmm. drinking just getting shitty on hard A, you know, and No, we were shitty though. Yeah, oh yeah. Beer. Oh yeah. Yeah, you could get shit. I finally finally learned that if I just drank PBR all night, I'd be good. Yeah, right. Yeah. Cuz their prices were great. Oh yeah. So you could go. drink. It'd be two o'clock at night, and be like, "Oh, grab an eighteen-er to go." All right, cool. Mm. And a karaoke. So yeah. you could sing in there. I remember singing with your with your uncle. Yeah. Oh yeah. Old and got, Robbie had good pipes, man. All, all the Garrigs got good pipes, as far as I know. I, I yeah. you know, I don't. I I think so as well. My you know my uncle uh, mm-hmm. Larry yeah, good pipes he, and good timing. He's always saying it. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. very musically talented family, uh, mm-hmm. which is you know I got inspired pretty young. And it's not just the Garrick side. You know my first guitar was uh, my from my grandpa Willie. He always had wait, one down wait, in wait. the barbershop. Wait, there is your pops. What? You can't sing. Oh, my dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but he tries real hard. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Got to give him the and credit for trying. drunk enough, he's having a good time doing it. He kind of gets the yodel going. I'm like, hey, you know, yeah, he oh gets God. the yodel yeah. going on. You can't do the yodel. But you can't do the yodel. I just know, it like, when I was, God, mom always had a nylon string sitting around that she had 
what song she had a couple of printed old ass printed song lists and they're like seven i mean i'm not talking old but like do the locomotion locomotion or something and they had like the finger points yeah yeah and so yeah 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 yeah. you know i kind of picked that up and was plucking on that probably at about seven seven eight years old got interested in that but my uncle larry was always you know he was like rock star style you know larry is a rock star man larry's amazing yeah and I, I looked at the Rolo, the which I Rolo still haven't heard what, like how he got the n- nickname Rolo. I don't know that story yet. I'm sure he'll tell me unless somebody else knows it. But, you know, I'd love to know the story of where that nickname came I from. I don't but. know. I imagine it probably has something to do with it. Yeah. Rolling you know, something. <laughs> crazy, crazy fishes. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I always looked up to him as a as a musician and my i was plucking on mom's nylon string when i was real young and my grandpa he said hey jake jacob come here and he pulls it out from under the bed and uh this musty ass old guitar case and it was a electric uh kind of acoustic electric it was called the uh k a red k oh a red k oh my god and a k was apparently kind of a kmart style montgomery awards kind of style guitar Uh that you could get um but, you know, it got the job done. It had a single humbucker sure. in it. And uh-huh. he said, he told me when I, I think was Jack eight. White plays one of those. Oh, really? I, yeah. Um, you know, just because it has a, a, a sound. It's a unique sound. Um, so my grandpa decided, he, I, he pulled it out. I was like, tell you what, I'll this, give you six this months. One, w- Willie? Yeah, Willie, yeah. Which he grandpa? Said, yeah, yeah okay. Grandpa Willie, yep. He said, I'll give you six months, and if you come back and you play me a song, a full song, then then that's yours, you know? And and I was, uh, I was a weird kid, man, in sixth grade. I mean, I was listening to – I was obsessed with the Beatles. Everybody else is obsessed yes. with 90s hip-hop and, and uh, whatever else is coming out, pop music, and I'm still, like, set – back in the beatles like i know what is it about the fucking beatles man i don't know and they they transcend like kids fall in love with them again right like you start introducing kids to the beatles they get it yep it's and so relatable it's all just good relatable amazing music it just is amazing and it goes through so many stages of consciousness right you know the, the crazy thing i would think is that back then i was listening to a lot of beatles and then but my first two cds yeah i'm talking cds that i've purchased were down to daniel todd's uh old store here in town that, that's now astonishing he's a Adventures. cop now yeah he's, he's a, cop a cop now, now. yeah yeah for the uh, school district there but city cop he's a city cop but he kind of had the edgy store in town back in the day man yeah i remember he, daniel todd it's a good looking store yeah so i went down there i purchased two cds my very first cds it was uh, Green Day, Dookie, and it nice. was Nirvana, Nevermind. And, Fuck, what a good start. And that was the first two CDs. I don't remember how old. I mean, they were pretty new and all that. Dude, just that'll out. change a kid. So I'm listening that'll to that fuck shit. A kid up. <laughs> well, right, dude. I'm, I was listening to that shit, and I'm listening to the Beatles. And Grandpa gives me this guitar, and I just lock myself in my room and just was like, all right, I'm going to learn how to play this thing. And and just, you know, just did it. And uh what I always tell people, it's the greatest waste of time I've ever, ever have done. You know, it's such sitting there and yes. playing a guitar. Some people yes. go and sit and play video games. Some people go and, and, you know, what, whatever their thing is. Uh, 
and it's all just a hobby or a waste of, you know, it's just burning time up in life. But I'll tell you what, learning that you can take that hobby and people enjoy, you know, if you can get it to a point where you enjoy it, great. Now, oh, maybe other people enjoy this. And, mm-hmm. and I don't know. So, yeah, needless well, you guys to say, are fun. I mean, you yeah. and Zach have been playing for years together. Years, man. Years. Knockout boys. Zach is solid. Yeah. Holler at my boy there, man. So, what up, Zach? Grandpa gave me the guitar, right? I went and played him. I played him a fucking sweet home Alabama's D C's and G's. All right. And it mm-hmm. was just, I remember sitting out on the back porch. Boom, 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 oh, not even that. Oh, come on. Now. You're talking about picking. You're strumming it. But enough to kind of say, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Like I want to do this, you know? And, and my yeah, very man. first performance, very first performance in front of a, an audience was at a talent show in sixth grade. And, Mm-hmm. And my music teacher, Mr. Blanchard, was uh, he was a bass player. He kind of also was a big influence uh, as far as music wise. I mean, he was teaching us these just crazy 60s hippie songs, you know, feeling groovy and uh, just some yeah. cool songs that he was teaching us in music. He was into. Dude, I just a bit hook, line and sinker, man. I was hooked. And so we You're did hooked. this talent show. He was playing bass. I played this old K guitar and uh, uh, a kid that we knew, Colby Pippet, was playing drums, and we had a couple girls singing. We played Twist and Shout. Oh, nice move. And I'll just never forget Good song. sitting there playing. It's three chords, so, four, you know, I got this. Yeah. I got this. <laughs> Shake it up, baby. Yeah. Now. And watching my music teacher smile and just from, you know, ear to ear grinning, uh, that was an incredible thing, too. And that just motivated me to keep keep going and keep going and zach yeah. and i zach and i were always you know we were good the families were all close and we you know mm. we grew up to grad together very very close if i wasn't at his house he was at mine and and he mm-hmm. was my music friend like my friend that was all about the music arlo you know arlo crane shout out to arlo he, yeah yeah shout he, out to arlo yeah. what's up arlo. Arlo. <laughs> i love that kid man he's uh he lived about two blocks away and so we were always back and forth and you know between the three of us you had enough for a drummer a, a, a guitar and a bass and we all at this point in life we're like all three of us can play either all of those instruments so yeah uh, yeah i've noticed that like zach has no he he loves going to whatever instrument yeah he's like yeah i'll do that one yeah, yeah. oh cool yeah i'll do bass yeah oh you want me to do rhythm yeah i'll do rhythm cool <laughs> oh lead well, i might have to work on that one a little bit <laughs> You know, yeah, but yeah, yeah I'll do lead. You, but, know, you know, just do it. You can fake it through enough. I mean, it, if you can fake it and people are digging it, then it's all right. You'll be all right. And I think if you know enough, you can you can fake it. So I shared um, some uh, Jeff Lebansky stuff today on my page. Oh, uh, nice! Like old, oh, that old bull party stuff. No, like last year's bull party. Oh, stuff. really? Oh, yeah. He he uh, opened up with. Uh, oh God, what did he open up with? Uh, War pigs. No. Oh classic yeah that's yeah. yeah what a way to open right right so jeff you know watching him hanging out with zach all the time when we were kids mm-hmm. you know obviously lebansky was a uh, was like oh man that's lebansky whoa and he knew my yeah. uncle him and him and larry played together apparently or knew of each other i don't know if he they... was doing some of the coolest music in the valley for a long time oh man just 
it was like yeah crank straight up rock and straight roll. rock and roll uh white yeah. collar crime and uh i don't know mm-hmm. there's he had that one five song ep that i think i was probably like 11 or 12 and it was like what the hell is this <laughs> this is cool yeah. um 28 if probably is my i know zach talked about that on his uh when you, yeah, uh, you yeah. guys were talking then man that was yeah uh, what a great time in life that was weird that <laughs> podcast turned out really weird yeah um, it was like wavy like the timing was off yeah i did i was kind of noticing that it was almost like you heard something it was delayed let's say it was almost delayed it was yeah it was almost as if i was super prescient because i was answering his questions before he asked them. right right yeah something wasn't lined yeah, up right it's but weird yeah seems and that's sad so zach and i gotta do another show yeah get that oh get yeah that right that'll be better yeah i'm liking these wireless head head headgear that people have uh these these seem to be pretty good shows when people have them yeah i feel it's pretty clean i i feel like so yeah so you know I, that's one thing that i feel like i mean especially with the cranes and all them i mean we, i know you guys talked about the overblown stuff and yeah you know it was fun that was a great time i think that's probably about when when we first I don't know. I'm assuming when we first crossed paths. Um, uh, yeah, probably, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was kind of in and out of, of, of the Casalic's life for a while. Yeah. And, and I was kind of coming back in at that point. And um, I remember we were up there for Jim's birthday and you guys played. Yeah. Out in the barn there or in the uh, shop there. Yeah. Yeah, and I dance real hard because I always dance real hard. Oh yeah, you got people, it, man. People think, "Oh, that guy's drunk." Well, that's probably true. That's, but I'm still dancing just because I like to dance. That would be feel in all capitals. What we said earlier. W. <laughs> yeah. Capital M for music. W, but feel. Capital M for music feel and feel. Music, man. Yeah, and you guys had a lot of cowbell, man. Oh yeah, yeah. What a you great. Had time. a lot of cow. Yeah, more cowbell. Yeah. Well, you know, being 15 and going and playing, you know, opening for Jeff down at your break. Yeah, right. (laughs) You got to find a good cowbell man. Oh, yeah. William, man, he's still, uh, I don't know if he's still around. There's no. He's still kicking? I don't know. There's no way that guy's still alive, honestly. I don't. Was, I know yeah, I saw him was, for a while, but afterwards. Was, he wasn't homeless, but he was meagerly well. Yeah. Like he spent all of his money on probably his one PBR <laughs> that he got while he would go to the show. Yeah. And hit his cowbell and just trip on bands. I mean, he loved music. Loved like it, nobody, capital F, feels. Feels it, yeah, capital F. E-E-L. Feels. He, he's yeah. a feeler. He's a feeler for sure. Yeah. The Cowbell Man. And that was a fun song. That's a that's a fun song. You know, Zach and I, we would write you these. Always, you guys should do that song with every band you ever come <laughs> Any incarnation of band you, yeah, do, you right. do, Cowbell Man. Yeah. It's a classic. I think, what did we play? We did do a, something in the last set. We did something overblown song just because I think Jim was like, oh, you guys got to play one overblown song. So we remembered one yeah. pulled it out from the back of the file box in the head there and but yeah man zach and i would sit in that basement my basement or his basement and we would just 
play, you know, Silverchair, Nirvana, classic rock, uh, mm-hmm. um, all just a variety of stuff, music, music, music. And uh, it, it kind of, it's what makes the world go around, you know? So Yeah, yeah. I'm finding a lot of my shows uh, lead there. Because to music. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean... So I was telling people that this is kind of like the bull party, but without the bull party. Yeah. <laughs> and, and really what the bull party is, is about community and that's understanding everybody's stories. And, right. and the one thing about the bull party is I like to start it early. I've always encouraged people to come early for that very reason. So that they can hang out longer together. Yeah. Get to experience the, the whole thing. And you, you end up talking to several people. Right. Right. And you know them. It's not like a festival. Right. Or you don't, or you don't know them. Right? I've, I've met new people at the bowl party every year. And I feel, I think that's a, it's a, that's what it's kind of about, you know? Yeah. Got a couple of years. I mean, shit, yeah. it wasn't last year, but the year before, I just remember hunks of meat coming off of that grill and just, uh, yeah, get, me, get yeah. in my mouth. Get some food in oh, my belly. Dude, yeah. What a great yeah. time though. Yeah, it's it's always been um, a fun time. Um, I will tell you that we skipped it one year, and it felt like the universe wasn't right. Yeah. And this year, the universe got ahead of us. Right, right. That's a good analogy. It really did. Yeah. Yeah, and so we're having to skip this year. Um, we may end up having some semi-private soirees where I'll put out like a, an announcement that this person's going to be there, but I want people to RSVP. Yeah. And I'll, and I'll cut it off at a rate. Yeah. Like limit heads that come in. 20. Or yeah. Cause I don't have the parking anymore. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think, I think that dude would get a little fucked up if, if we were all parking on his shit, <laughs> parking on his cul-de-sac. <laughs> yeah. On his cul-de-sac is his ball and sack. His, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, you know uh, i bet you, you look at that from an aerial view cock. man think about oh it's that. totally a ball and cock dude. i haven't done it's that i gotta totally get a drone a flight <laughs> yeah it's a ball and cock bro yeah it's exactly what it is and <laughs> I yeah, think it'll that's... be different from here on out i'm sure but uh different hopefully well, not in a... actually actually i'm thinking as soon as the houses get in right reassess as soon as at least it it's going to for me, the biggest thing is the lack of isolation due to noise. Right. Dude, I've, I'm like, what? I don't know, maybe a, a thousand feet, if even that, from you. And I've there's been times where I was like, oh, that's right. That's today. And I could just hear it. It's like, whoa, shit. I'm like, oh, what's going on over there? Grab a sixer and mosey over. <laughs> you know? And Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the but party, yeah. Let's just say, sound. I mean, sound travels down that uh, down that creek canyon you know it it travels i could hear from here i mean i don't know if you can hear it too but when they got bands down at the park or whatnot uh, they... but you know silvertonians are used to hearing music throughout town right right i mean we always have like in the in the summer there's concerts on mondays there's concerts on several festivals um, yeah, there used yeah. to be concerts at at the gardens right big ones and so people are used to hearing those things 
here in, in, in Silverton. They're also fans of festivity. Yes, they are. Or uh, Silvertonians are fans of festivity and shun the idea of shutting anything down that's not over the top. Right. Now, the bull party <laughs> straddles that straddles that a bit. Yes, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> it straddles the over the top. Okay, let's not say a bit because that's being trite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the bull party straddles the fuck out of <sighs> a little bit. I've seen cars it's... lined up down the road down, like in front of my house. Miles. It's like, what is Oh yeah, that, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Shit, I got to what am I doing? There's a, you know, I also, yeah. there's some kind of big old shindig that goes on right across the street too, or yeah. used to go on. I don't know if, I mean, I think that was a completely different thing. Some kind of ravey, uh, something or other, but. Something was going on over there. I would see a lot of cars there every now and then. Yep. And parking, you know, they got right. parking directors and a big old field full of cars and who knows what, but mm-hmm. yeah, good time. That is a, what a great place to live though. Tell you what, I mean, I've lived here pretty much mm-hmm. my whole life other than. Living in Monmouth and Independence for a little bit, but I had lived 35 places prior to living in Silverton. Yeah, here you are since what 90, 89, 90. I've been here 30 (laughs) years. Yeah, yeah. This is I'm a tumbleweed that planted in in the Northwest. Yeah, now I will tell you the climate is not my favorite. Yeah, that's all I've ever known, so I don't, (laughs) right? Right, the dark season really does get to me. I I could see that. So, I you know I grew up in the San Joaquin Valley. San Joaquin Valley is very dry. Uh, well, can't say it's really dry. It gets a lot of fog in the winter, and moist kind of rain, drizzly. Yeah. But it dries out typically by eleven o'clock. You know, some days there's a little bit of a season where the fog sits for like a week. You know. Yeah. Frozen fog. That's creepy. We used to <laughs> ski across the fields with frozen fog on the grass. Oh, really? It's so frozen you can actually do that? <laughs> yeah. So back in the day, you know, some of the kids would have like their church shoes on. It was only the skinny little kids that got to do this. I wanted to. <laughs> I was a thicker kid and I had rubbery shoes. I didn't have the slick uh, the... slick bottom shoes. Yeah. But you would get two kids and they would run and they would just pull the other kid sliding through the sliding through the grass. <laughs> it looked so fun. That's awesome. But we would we would run and slide through it. Frozen fog. Yeah. Frozen fog, frozen grass, sliding through the frozen grass. Yeah. Really fun. Oh, that sounded like a really aggressive pop. <laughs> no, that yeah, it wasn't shaking yeah. up. What, what flavor is that? That's again? a juicy sunrise. That's uh Widmer Brothers. You know, and I'm usually kind of a a, a brewing buddy of of mine. I mean, I'm not a big brewer. I used to do it a little bit, but I've dabbled. I remember you I've when dabbled. you used to brew. I've yeah. dabbled. I think you've brought. I think you've brought a few brews to the bull. Yeah, party. dabbled. But mm-hmm. these guys like John, you know, and them. I mean, they they're way more experienced. John Burnett and uh, Adam Robinson. He mm. he was telling me he's like, you know, I've kind of gone back. I always would try the new brand, the newest brewery, whatever, but. You know, you keep that shit up, and then these guys like Widmer and them, I mean, not that they're going to be hurting, obviously, but they'll start to fade eventually, and and I'd hate to see anything happen to something like that. So we've kind of been, okay, we'll get a little bit of Widmer or Rogue or, you know, some of those who've been around, or Deschutes, 
you know, he was telling me that some their numbers are dwindling a little bit. They always have their following, but you got so many new places open. Uh, you know, that, yeah, well, the shoots was the you know the king of Bend when it first started right. in Cascade. Yeah, right. You know, um, then Tin Barrel came in, which was a really a uh, what do they call that a sleeper car. Um, yeah. which was actually, yeah, it was. So apparently it was funded from the beginning by Budweiser to look like an independent brewery. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. Tin barrel, Tin barrel came up Tin barrel. and, uh-huh. And then, you know, then, then they legit buy them like a year later, two years after they're, they've got general yeah. like West coast distribution. So then right. they buy them once they get West Coast distribution so that they can get national distribution. So the reason that these big companies buy up the little guys is so that they can distribute the product. Well, right. Yeah. They're not changing recipes or, I mean. No, but, be, they've, but they've they've ended the craft side of the craft brewing. It's no yeah. longer a craft brewery. Right. Anything Anything that they make from here on out was on notepads and and you know spreadsheets seven yeah. months before it even became a hop and a fucking a barrel thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, t- when all this shit happened, my buddy, uh, my buddy Eric down there, you you know, he owns the brewery and Drew's a brewer there, and uh, I had to go as soon as I oh what we can't go there anymore, all right? So I went down and bought a six barrel. I got a little kegerator out in the shop there, and I'm like, ah, oh, give me oh, a, nice. give me a six barrel that. Silver Falls, so, you know, I'll support the local guys. Um, yeah, I really I, like I mean, their uh, Oregon Sunshine. Oh my God, yeah, that, that's delicious. It's a great. That's that's what I ended up with. I'll tell you what that that keg. It's five and a half gallons. It lasted ten days between Jen and I. And let's just say I was like, well, shit, maybe having a keg is not a good idea. So, <laughs> see, yeah. So I've had leftovers after the bull party, and then you know, like two weeks after the bull party, I'm still sipping on it and I'm kind of getting yeah. sluggy. Like my yeah. whole life is just getting sluggish. And I'm like, oh, yep. maybe it's not a good idea to always have beer around. Yeah. It's dan- well, you it's know? just in a can. It's when it's in a can, I feel like it's, or a bottle it's regulated. But when you just can go and just fill up whatever size cup right. you got. And, you're, and you always start over at a third of a cup. So you're never, Oh really yeah. Oh, it's getting low. I better, really yeah. <laughs> And you never really fill up a cup. You only do like a quarter, you know, a half. Well, I'm just going to have a little anyways. bit more. Yeah. A little bit more. And it keeps it fresh that way anyway. So you just oh. do a little bit more. And you just do that 17 times in one night. Jeez. And all of a sudden you're like, what the? Yeah, naked running down the street. Wonder, yeah. yeah. And the next morning you're like, what is going on with me? <laughs> what is going on with my head? Uh. Go ahead. But that's yeah, five five gal five and a half gallons between two of us in ten days, and we were just like, all right, we can't, we probably shouldn't do that, or we could, and just learn to have this little thing called self control. But they were the days were hot, and we were bored, and it's like you <laughs> Here know, comes the justification. Yeah, come on, come on. <laughs> no, but anyway, shout yeah. So two of my boys at uh, Silver Falls. Yeah, we're we're missing them. Hopefully, I mean they got that big expansion going on right now, man. It's gonna yeah. Be so I guess rooftop bars. Constructions are considered a uh, legit situation. Yeah, that's essential. It's essential. Yeah. Yeah. Get the so brew pubs uh, back up. Got to get the brew pubs going. Yeah. yeah, I got a buddy. He's a steel worker. He's like, yeah, I guess they call it essential. There's like 
500 of us out there working on this one site. <laughs> I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, it's kind of not really easy to keep your distance. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and he's, he's like two years away from a steel workers union retirement. You know, you can't be getting sick. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Cause he, yeah, you don't want to be one of yeah, getting sick. And then now what? <laughs> Well, even the, some of the people who get well, the questions are there now. Like, what's residual and all of that right. shit. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy times, man. But I'm glad we got good I'm friends glad we and got good it. people to share it with. So, I'm, I'm you know, of, I'm, I'm I agree. At the time, I think we it's, needed it. I think everybody needed a slowdown. I think we needed just to kind of chill. Kind of a reality I'm, check I'm, of <laughs> what's important. I'm kind what's of sad not. that the essential workers did not yeah, get. I yeah. My mom's been week. working, you know, the whole time, and I, she's like, "Well, I mean, I guess I'm I'm fortunate. I'm getting a paycheck, but at the same time, uh, I wish that sounds really nice." To, I mean, and like we said, talked earlier, you know, there's pros and there's cons. So, right, right, but I guess it's. Apparently, getting a hold of unemployment is a deal. Uh, Jen's been trying for weeks. But I think she got a hold of somebody today. She feels pretty confident about it at this point. So, Wow. Yeah. I think a couple lottery people went over there, and I think I know them. So I think I might be able to get some shit rushed. Through. That'd be nice, yeah. Not that I'm not that I'm normally that way, but I've got a very stressful situation right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, right. <clears throat> and I'm gonna leverage. I'm gonna leverage any fucking resource hey, I can. I think that would be. Um, I don't know. I probably, I probably don't have any resources. <laughs> well, well, that's worthless. Well, you never know, man. Man, you know, I could hear in your background. I hear birds chirping. I could hear a little bit of the creek flowing. And yeah, yeah, and the highway yeah, a little bit. It, I, I, I live between yeah, two rivers. Right. I, one is motorized. You know, if cars were just electric, so much of that sound yeah, would go away. Yeah. When my car turns on to just all electric, I love it. I love how just Quiet. peacefully I'm, glide, I'm gliding. Yes, I don't feel like I'm... Because even though you don't hear it, that's what's happening in your yeah. car. That's what's happening. It's a compressed boom, boom, boom. How long? I mean, really, it's going to take a hundred more years before we start transitioning to, I mean, everything's a hundred percent converted over to an electric. Oh, no. no you don't think? I, don't... I would, no, I'd say, I'd say it's probably the next big phase. I think that the next cars are almost all going to be electric. In in what do you five ten twenty years or what are you thinking? Depends depends on administration. Well, that's yeah, that's the well, yeah, and that's the Mm -hmm. thing, you know. It's like, and and we've already seen that there's no people who are in oil right now are going. Why was I in oil? Because they lost a fuckload of money when when um, Saudi Arabia decided to fucking bring oil down yeah. to you know eight bucks a barrel or whatever the fuck <laughs> yeah. they did you know and that's because they wanted to limit uh russia's ability to do anything in syria and, and, you know and and it's just this whole thing and it but it has a global right. effect right 
and they can give a shit. They've got they've got their infrastructure yeah. in place. They're good, and so they can just sit. They've known how to sit in tents for yeah, fucking ever, right? And so they can sit in their fucking palace <laughs> now, forever. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean, and just wait it out. And so they they're in control. And and big boy, he he can't do so much. It's really, he he, it's out of his right. control. Yeah. You know, and he he's 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 in a complete fluster, and people are dying on his yeah. watch. Yeah, yeah. It'll nah, it'll but be I, interesting. But I'm out of the, I'm out of that subject. I don't. Do you notice it? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Garland, get Garland? the fuck off that. That ain't you know you, that. Dude. Shut the fuck up. You don't <laughs> do no politics. Shut right. The, and that's how door. I like my gar- Rob the front door. I'll tell you what, that's how I like my garland. I like it peppered. So, mm-hmm. you got to throw in a little sauce, you know. <laughs> um, the only thing that makes your head tingle after a good meal is some good hot Oof. sauce. Oof. I got to tell you, I've, I've been staying away from carbs, but tonight, but I got a weakness, and that is a corn tortilla fry. In yeah, fried corn tortillas. I love a fried corn tortilla where it's crispy, oh, yeah. crispy, crispy. And I'll do a double, so I'll just do two, so the middles is soft and it's crispy on both sides. And then I'll do that, and I'll make it into the fold thing and crisp it again on the outside. Wow. And then, and then I fill that up with some steak. I fill that up with steak and a lot Oof. of seasoning. Some, yeah, I ran out of uh, cumin, which I need more of. That's a, that's a great spice. I think out of all the spices, that's a yeah. Very... I had I, I had some, and most chili powders do right. have it in it, um, and ours did, so yeah. that was good. Um, but I like a lot of cumin um, with a with with beef, mm. Mm. not so much with chicken. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. So yeah. No chilies. Got to get you know any kind of chili. Definitely cumin. How. Mm-hmm. I like it with beans. I like cumin mm, with beans. Yep, yep. You know, if I'm going to make a chili, just a lot of cumin because it just has that place in between beans and the <laughs> right. heat, and uh, and all the other flavors. It's that it's that transitional flavor between the heat and the beans. Yeah, I like it. It's a it's a weird bitter. It's, you know, some people hate the cumin. They hate any coriander products. I don't. I think cumin is in in that family. I don't know. But I I love it. It's phenomenal. It smells like pee, though. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yes, that it is. Does. It kind of smells. I, like pee. I I would agree with that statement. <laughs> and yeah, and not like asparagus pee because asparagus pee is its own thing in the whole damn universe. <laughs> that is the worst, man. And there are times where I'm. There are times where I like I like asparagus. But I don't want to smell yeah. myself. And it's like yeah. instant. There, I, I will it's, forego it. I will. Forego. It's instant. It like you could eat a piece of asparagus and then go take a piss like 30 minutes uh-huh. later. And whew, mm-hmm. it is like eye watering. So it's it's they, they, they say it's it, the only explanation you can get it is it's it's an enzyme. It's some sort of enzyme. And I'm like, yeah, but what's what's the enzyme doing? <laughs> is it bad? Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? It smells bad. It smells like I'm yeah. dying inside. 
What's I guess happening? at least it doesn't burn as it comes out, but damn. The neck, oh, you no. know. Not since Philippines. Not since Philippines. <laughs> what? what? I, I, la, la, Garland, la, la. Garland. You a bad boy, Garland. You's a bad boy. Yeah, that's, hey, that's one thing you can think about, you know, adding um, like a, like a intro, you know, you got to get your intro plan. I know your brother, didn't your brother do? I want to do an and intro. And I think you just have it teed up before oh, you have your guest on and hit that, bam, 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 bam or whatever, uh, you know. Hey, yeah, yeah, I'd like, uh, I'd like, I'd like to work with Thomas on yeah, that one. Yeah, Um I think we can, I think we could do it. He'd be a guy to get, he could that. probably, yeah. He's a. Uh, I don't know if we did oh, a show. I, I, yeah, I over. heard it. I heard it. He took over, man. It was. Fucking it was a lot crazy. of uh, sound effects and a lot. Of, so Thomas and I, we we actually were in a band a long time ago. We did a talent show for the middle school Ooh. when we were in middle school. It was Arlo and I mm. and uh, Corey Albright and uh, yeah, 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 we played. I think we played a Silver Chair song and Nirvana song, something like that. But we were called the Nippleheads. And uh, the nippleheads, nipple and uh, the nippleheads, which act, you know, 12, 13, 12, 13 year old, I love that. 13 year olds <laughs> with a name nippleheads. You guys and our kids. and our slogan was, "Are you down Are you with the nipple?" With... You know, that was our thing. But uh, ah, you guys are just like the Thomas yeah, had this flying me too generation. <laughs> oh yeah, wrong. before you, yeah, he had this uh, flying V that he would just shred on but at the talent show you know i don't know thomas is he's a pretty eccentric guy you know he's pretty he's mellow he's definitely mellowed out a lot more it's um i mean and not that i you know we don't hang out i mean i don't hang out with him but i know him and we'd run into each other and we talk to each other and i'm very cordial i like i like thomas he's a very creative uh musician we talked about doing some Beatles sets at some point you know it'd be fun to he's so good oh yeah Beatles. he'd be a great person to He's really good. You know who else is good at Beatles? Nick. Oh, really? Nick and Kelsey. Yeah. Nick fucking, we used to do the whole B side of oh. Abbey Road. There you go. You know? Yeah. Or Sergeant Pepper. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah, he would just play a whole side. That's awesome. He's like a freaking jukebox, the human jukebox. Man. Nick, Nick yeah. and Kelsey. He's been playing music for fucking what? 40 yeah. years? Maybe 50? Damn. He's, he's been seasoned. around a while, man. He's been paying since that's he was seasoned. a kid. That's cumin. He's he, cumin, he, man. He's seasoned. He's seasoned. <laughs> Susan B. Anthony. He's, 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 he's a fucking rock star yeah. in my mind. Because you know what he did? He took me in and he taught me a lot about rock and roll. And I really love awesome. Nick. Nick's my Shout buddy. Out. Yeah. But Shout out to my brother Nick. Woo, yeah, Tom, woo. yeah, get Thomas on doing yeah. an intro, man. He's a, that's what a he's an interesting character. We used to have band practices over at my house, and I just remember this flying V in this crate amplifier, just like screeching. And you know, he was the guy on stage who would you know drop to the ground and spin around and do all the you know the showman, if you will. And um, and I've so the new stuff that I've heard from him lately. You know, he's kind of has his. I don't know if it's depending on the mood he's in or what, but you know, you got your tech, your techno he, uh, dance beats and then you got the really, likes, he likes to put people. Yeah. In yeah. Yeah. Very uh, entrancing. And so he likes music. Yeah. He likes music that will take right. you to a place and, and it'll entrance you. Yeah. yeah that's that's cool. It's, it's good stuff, mm -hmm. you know, and I don't know. I always feel like 
when I'm out playing, anytime I'm playing, you know, I don't know. Like he made a good point. He's like, don't be playing fucking Johnny Cash. Uh, what do you say? Ring of Fire or something. You know? like, yeah, he's yeah, like, he's don't go that, out yeah. and play that shit. I ain't going to go out and play that shit. I was like, yeah, good. that's good. That's great. You know, people, people want stuff that's recognizable, but at the same time, you know, they want to know it, but you want to get your music out too. So what's the fine line? What's the balance between that? And uh, that's something... You know, that's something that even that that I'd like to work on as far as moving forward, as far as performing a little more. So. Well, I think what he's talking about is not so much Johnny Cash. Well, right, right. But as far as. Right. But what he's talking about is the cliche. Yeah, yeah. He's talking about the cliche. Oh, I'm hip. I'm cool. I like Johnny Cash. But that's the only country I fucking right. know. You right. know, those guys, you know, they they don't like get chills when they hear Waylon. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, sometimes when I hear Waylon, if it's the right time and space, like, damn, yeah, I got a right I got a stack, you. stack of right Waylon fucking, vinyl, man. Right, fucking through you know, your that, soul. That's right another thing. The dude, dude had a pipe, oh. had a way of saying things. Just yeah, it just just right, man. Right inside you. I've been enjoying uh, uh, listening. We have vinyl night at my house. So it's been cool to get my kids into it. And, uh, mm. you know, I'll, it's like, That's all right, fun, right. Yeah. You go side. pick out an album and you go pick out an album mm-hmm. and we'll try it. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, and one of my, one of my daughters, Emma, she's, she's always grabbing the Van Halen. She's grabbing like the silver, she's grabbing the heavier rock and stuff. And my other daughter, she's grabbing uh Marshall Tucker band and like, you know, nitty gritty and kind of like a little more, I don't know. It, it's what a great way to listen to music. You don't do that anymore. We don't do that. We all listen to one song from that one album at one time, but man, to really mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm. it, you got to listen from song one to song 12, 13, 14, whatever. Well, especially in the seventies, right? Even though they weren't even called progressive yeah. rock, all albums were designed around a thing. Right. Typically listen from start to finish, man. You know, crazy. <laughs> What a great, dude, what a great album, yeah. What a great album. And you had to listen to it all the way through because it it moved. It kind of got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and then it went bam. And those are the ones. Those girls fucking rocked. Those are the ones that become staples in households, you know. Like, when you can Mm -hmm. listen to it and you're like, ooh, we got to flip that. Ooh, here comes side two, baby. Let's go, you know. Uh, Mm -hmm. Anymore, I don't know Mm -hmm. if kids are going to get that. At you know, at this point, they just download or buy the song that they want. I find it harder to discover. You know, I like going to a record store because there's this discovery of like whatever. So whoever's working in a record store always usually had pretty good taste in music. Yeah, right. I would hope typically, yeah. unless it was a different type of record store that not right. my or type, a different right? type of music. Then you kind of <laughs> then you kind of know. Right, then you kind of know that maybe it's this guy or maybe this the record store just has a different selection right. that you like. Right. Right. Um, but I remember just going through and like flipping through, flipping through vinyl. And I really actually did a whole lot of cassette. I was really about yeah, cassettes. Yeah, that was the news. I, could, I would go to pawn shops and, I, you know, you could listen to cassettes in your car. Or if your cassette was broken in your car, you could listen to it in your boombox right. in your car. Portable, man. You're portable. what man. I did. <laughs> yeah. And I remember you could get, uh, I could get like 
12 CDs for 10 bucks at the pawn Ooh. shops all around the bases in, um, in Camp Lejeune and, and Havelock, North Carolina. So whenever I was around a pawn shop, I would just go in and I'd buy like, you know, different CDs. And that's when I started getting into like uh, Elvis Costello. Oh, you're talking cassettes or CDs? Yeah, cassettes. okay. You were saying CD. And I'm like, what? 12 cassettes yeah. for 10 bucks. Oh, no. I was going to say, there's no way you were so in like. 12, uh... 12 cassettes. Yeah. I mean, this is so, yes. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. CDs. No, I was just Fuck getting confused. Me. I'm yeah, like, yeah. wait. What year? What's the percentage on the Triceratops? <laughs> what is the percentage that 8% on that? Is hitting you, I'm man. just wondering. You're getting that third mm-hmm. horn from the Triceratops, man. <laughs> That's what the tries for, baby. <laughs> Triceratops. So three hops, triple, <laughs> double IPA. It's really sweet and yeah. delicious. Um, I remember there were only a few places that got it. I remember Ninkasi taking over Oregon. Um, in a very aggressive way, they were on taps unlike any other yeah any other entity I'd ever total, seen before. I'd never seen domination. it happen. Total, yes, totally dominated. They did total yeah. domination, and and I saw it because my job as a lottery trainer was to go everywhere. Yeah, right, state, right, right. So I would go, I would go all the all the places, and I would start seeing Ninkasi. Total domination was their number one hit, but. Every now and then you would find these places, these weird little like restaurants where they were doing high end food and they would give them the Triceratops. Wow. Yeah. Here. Yes. So I remember I was on the and down in Brookings and there was this like restaurant um, and they served like really, really good food. Um, and it was north of town across the bridge. And they had Triceratops there. And I remember going, oh, my God, that's <laughs> delicious. Because it's the right amount of sweet. Because if you're going to add a lot of hops right. to a beer, you have to have a, you have to have a lot of sweet to go it with it. It's got to be like you're right. sipping honey. You know, uh, mm-hmm. Crux Brewery has that beer half hitch. And uh, it's like 10.5%. And, you know, I went down. I was down at Silver Falls, I think it was, one time. And... And the bartender's like, I know when we got half hitch on tap because I walk in and you just see a glaze on everybody's eye, everybody's face. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, and I feel like that was Triceratops, you know, a couple of years prior to that. They had it down at – I think they had it at yeah, Max Place. Yeah, Space – they had it a little bit, but Space, space Dust, dust yeah. for some reason can throw out – they can throw out a super high malt beer with a lot of hops out of, I think, Wisconsin. I, I, I don't even think they're oh, local. Oh, it's Elysian. Elysian and, Brewery is uh, the one who does space dust. And, yeah. Yeah. They're, where are they from? Wisconsin? You know, I'm not positive. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure where Elysian's from, but I know right. they're not local. Anyway, but, yeah, they have that on a lot. And they apparently their, their keg prices on, on that are a lot cheaper than, like, some of know, the higher hops. Yeah, yeah. You look at some of the keg prices on some of these specialty beers, and you know that's why they give them to yeah. you in those fancy glasses, you well, know, because they're paying three hundred. The bar themselves are yeah. paying three hundred bucks that for the, the keg. The CBD infused ones, you know? I know those were going for two fifty, three hundred a mm-hmm. keg, and it's like, man. So here's my thing on CBDs. I think CBDs are wrongly registered. I think they are wrongly metered. I think CBD is about a tenth of the power of thc and doing anything right it's so it's just being sold as a uh, as a thought 
pretty much as a thought. It's being sold. Like, hey, here's a, you think you're getting something, but yeah, yeah, it's it's more of I think it's more of a yeah, it's becoming more of that commercialized. That, what do they call that? <laughs> that or, I don't know. No, the thought when the thought takes over. Anyway, so here's what I think about CBD. I think if 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 it's 10 milligrams of THC that make you go somewhere, you probably need 100 right. milligrams of CBD. If it's uh, 50 milligrams, you probably need 500 milligrams of CBD. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? So I think it's a 10 times multiplier. And I think they've been trying to market it as no. the same thing. And it's not the same no. thing. It doesn't work the same way. I think the dosage needs to be much higher in CBD in order for it to do anything that they're going to say it does. Otherwise, they're going to kill their market forever. And people are yeah, going to be yeah. like, yeah, it's a hoax. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking shame. I, I mean, I know I, some... I think you... Yeah are correct on that i think it's a good way to ease people into the idea of it um like my grandpa for you know he's like oh man i don't know i got this you know my wrists have been flaring up this and that and jen's like oh i got some cbd oil and they're okay well i've seen that at the grocery store so yeah oh you know yeah it does make you feel good especially if you smoke it it just makes you feel good it doesn't make you feel high it just kind of makes your body feel better but if you eat it, it doesn't, especially right, if you're yeah. not eating right, right? If you're not eating in a way that your body is actually assimilating the food that you take in because yeah, it doesn't know this? what to take in. <laughs> yeah, what is this all the time? And, and so I, I just, I don't think the dosage is right. Yeah. And that's my bottom line on CBD. That's what I've noticed when I've tried to take it and, and have any sort of, like medicinal oh, effects, yeah, nah, I don't waste my time. nothing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I do find that it makes for a wider spectrum smoke, though. Like if you're going to have a pot with with a higher CBD, right. oh, yeah. it makes for a wider spectrum smoke. Yeah, but it is more relaxing smoke. Worked with THC. The other thing is, is there's got to be an adjuvant, and I think THC is the adjuvant. I think it kicks it into motion. Sounds scientific. Dr. Garland. Why, <laughs> why, of course it is. I'm Dr. Garland. I'm Dr. Garland. You know. You can't be. Dr. Garland. Not the young Dr. Garland. That's right, Dr. The Pepper Dr. was Dr. taken. Garland. Wait, there's, <laughs> there's two of you? Yes, of course there is. Just two Garlands and there's a Gary? Who's the Gary? I don't know who the Gary is. He's a Garland. That's who he is. That's right. Yeah. I know. This guy tonight is beautiful. Is. I know. I kind of. Mu- I'm wondering how much of the sky I'm going <sighs> to see with these houses right there. If they're two story houses, I'm going to be like, fuck. But I'm still going to have this long yard that looks yeah. straight down towards. And you the guys street. got good access. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's awesome. And you got a kind of a, like a little quiet pocket back there. You can get a little swim on. You can, you know. Yeah, yeah, I need to need to push rocks around and make a hole. Yeah, when it's low. Yeah, just push rocks. It's oh, fun yeah. to push rocks around the creek in the more, you know, just all all day long. It gives you a reason to be <laughs> right. engaged in nature. It's so good. A day in the creek. It's a day, it's a day, it's a day, it's a day. It's a day at the creek. Yeah, a day yeah. at the creek is the best. The hardest part is, you know, getting your <laughs> yeah, balls Yeah, getting in. that last little. <laughs> yeah, like, ah! 
you just say, oh, no, no, I don't want to go. You know that. Oh, you know, just, yeah. yeah. Oh, I did a sauna like a couple months ago with yeah. a buddy. And he has this tub outside the sauna. And it just has water in it from like rain and stuff, right? Yeah. And it's, and it's cold. Heated it's super up? fucking cold. No. So you do the oh. sauna. Then you go into there. And you drop and you drop your whole Damn. body into the icy cold water. Ooh. Probably hydrotherapy probably 40 degrees, fifty maybe. Yeah. Cold as little cold. Yep. And then you stand out and you let the, let the Oof. air blow through your situation. Oof. Yeah. Your situation <laughs> yeah. quickly says retreat. <laughs> everything everything goes up inside that's it yeah. so jen's dad is oh, the uh, campos oh, at the reservoir oh, right now you know and well shit that it's been closed down for the last couple months so we've had we've gone up there a couple times and oh he's just loving life dude. is he's he just sitting there by the most primest spot of property and all of silver and all to himself right now and uh we feel fortunate we you know we go up and visit and go take the pedal boat out go fishing go whatever so yeah i should give him the boat sailboat. oh you got an old sailboat he i got an old sailboat and i got a really beautiful yeah. mast but a fucking kind of shit sailboat but i sailed yeah, it on that lake forever a pretty liberating fun. experience just just you yeah just being like wind oh yeah sailing Sailing's amazing. Oh God, it's it's amazing. Dude, I got you. Should yeah, rebuild I this got, sailboat, but you got, got a car projects. to rebuild. Well, I, I, you know, I'm a, yeah, I'm a dabbler. I like done, to, uh, bitch. you know, tinker. You, you can't just do it all at once. Yeah, Otherwise, too. you got nothing else to do. So, yeah. If I get well, I get your boat to do it. Glass, get that done. A... Oh no, shit. Nope, it's old yeah. wood boat. It needs a whole whole lot of work, but the cool, the mast man. is beautiful, and I still got the sails. Yeah, and uh, it's it it could be beautiful. Um, <laughs> I can tell you what it <laughs> yeah, needs, right, and yeah. you could figure out whether you want to play that like game. A handful, a handful of headache. You know, it is, it is, and it isn't. Probably a good. Yeah. 40 hours into it yeah. and you would have yourself a really fucking good boat. Yeah. I mean like really good boat. Oh, it's you like could take it's your not family just out. a two person. It's a you know, full meal day. No, it's a 16 oh, yeah, yeah, foot yeah, boat. Yeah. You've seen it okay. as you've walked in my driveway, dude. And I think I don't know, something's out in the garage. Oh, the sail. Well, the sail, okay, uh, the mast is in, the mast is in the garage. Yeah, it's twenty-three foot mast, Sitka spruce. It's beautiful. Um, so I was thinking about selling the boat for, um, like, I don't know, three hundred bucks, and then selling the mast for like two thousand bucks. But if you bought the boat, <laughs> I would give you the mast for fifteen hundred bucks. Let me do my math. <laughs> I, my math ain't good anymore, man. That's why I teach PE. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know either. I don't know either. Yeah, that's why I teach PE too. Uh, yeah, PE. I right, teach no lottery, sure. which actually does require math. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I used to be the sleuth, man. Yeah. I used to be able to kind of go in and kind of figure shit out for people. And it's like, I know where they're losing their money. I just won where I could, I was going to tell the guy, but. <laughs> so I ain't going to tell him. It was obvious he didn't want to know. No, no, uh, it was his main lady. She was playing, she was playing Kino. To the tune of about ooh, 15000 a month. Yeah. And she was doing okay on it. So every now and then she'd be mm-hmm. winning. And so it always looked like she would win. That's a, that's a dangerous mm-hmm. drug, man. That's a dangerous drug. And so she would buy a lot more. Yeah. But he wasn't watching the Kino going in. And so I'm like, hey, watch your Kino. You'll be good. And, uh, you know, yeah. I didn't know what to do with the guy. It was a sad situation because he relied mm, on her to not have right. to work. You see? So there's a part of him. I think there's a part of him who thought maybe she deserves it. It's for, yeah, I, you know. You know what I mean? Right. She shows up every day. She does the book. She blah, blah, blah. Gambling, that's a dangerous and, drug, man. Gambling. Yeah. But... It's a damn dangerous, dangerous, dangerous world. And sad. Really sad. A lot of people have really lost. Yeah, yeah, Coming back in the house, that's That's the sound of my door. You hear the little bells? Yeah. Yeah, it is nice. It's a little, hey, you're finally home. Where you been all night? Yeah, it was getting cold out there. (laughs) It is a little warm in here. It is a little warmer. Uh, so yeah, I, think I mean, we've just been rambling on about how, how you feel. Shit. I don't know. It's good. I didn't quite know what, what to expect. I don't know if you yeah, had questions good. or yeah. we, how what we wanted to talk about tonight or how deep we wanted to get or not deep or. Well, see. Know, but... Yeah, we could go deeper. I can always go deeper. You know, I can go as deep as we want to get. But I think we're just building an audience and and I think. You know, little random tidbits of stories of here and there. And I think, you know, what I'm wondering about is people who are remote from the experiences that we have. So we shared a lot of experiences that are kind of communal experiences that we know amongst others. And so these will probably translate to those people pretty well, I think, which will be cool. But I'm wondering how this right. all translates in a kind of a global so world, do you gotta which is load what your we're actually doing. Questions with um, with more with a bigger, broader, bigger, broader perspectives, or um, you, I don't know. Mm, that's worth considering. But you don't want, yeah, right. I mean, right. I kind of don't want to lead it too much. I really, I really want your story, and I think you did that tonight. I think you gave me a lot of good stories about who you were and. Yeah, how you kind of came yeah, around hope, and what I your hope, passions I hope it was were. Portrayed, all right, you know, I uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I didn't know what to expect, and I got nothing to hide. I got. A, I feel like I have an interesting story. You know, I got a lot of past, and I've learned a lot along the way of life, and got a long ways to got a, got a long yeah, ways to go. I think we had a really good show. That's what, what guys like you are here to you know help as part of that you know part of that journey. So that's cool. Right. <laughs> well, we're all we're all figuring it out, aren't we? Just kind of getting along the road together. This has been the Garland Pepper Show. This has been my good friend Jake Garrick. I really love that you're listening. Um, if you are listening, because <laughs> if you're here, you probably are. So I love you, love you, love you to pieces. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank man. you so much for being here, Jake Garrick. 
Uh, so I would like to ask you all to do me a favor. Like, I really got to make this thing work out really well. And uh, so if you listen this far, I would love for you to share this with people that you think would love to hear me and Jake chit chatting about this, that, and the other. I would also like if you could follow me on the anchor app, just like, Hey, like favorite me or something. I don't even know what it can do, but I know I got a few of those and then that'll, that maybe will give you a feed or something. I don't even know what happens, but um, I'm on Spotify. Yeah, I, I, uh, I listen to it on Spotify. On it works great. You know, I just dial it right up. Yep. That's, that was the key for me. I don't if I need oh, to do, do anchor to help, you know, absolutely. What, does it? Yeah. No, okay. no. Spotify, I, I, it all registers. So if you're on Spotify, okay, yeah. I think it's Google Play. I think it's the other one. I think uh, is it Ranker? No. Uh, something public, Radio Publica? Radio Republica or something? I, I don't know. But we're on, a, mm. we're on a few things. I'm still not on Apple Podcasts, and I'm just yeah, kind of yeah. wondering about that. I don't know why that's not happening yet. Because this app says it's available but for some reason, okay. I'm not in the game, and they haven't sent me any dialogue back, even though I've requested information from them about that. So um, I would like to yeah, all share. Just, Absolutely. Uh, share. Do it. Follow, follow Do Garland it. Pepper. Share Garland Pepper. Um, te- uh, tweet Garland Pepper. Put, put right. this episode She'll on your Facebook for your grandma to see. <laughs> Sorry, we grandma. We said swear words. She'll be okay, though. Hell yeah. You know? Most grandmas have been swearing. I mean, you all know, the old she grandmas did a cake that didn't stand swear, with us dead. at our wedding. So she's she'll be she'll be all right. <laughs> See, yeah, <laughs> she just fine. It's weird. People come and park at this property next door there, now. They just park there. Weird. Said. <laughs> it's weird. It's just weird. Yeah, <laughs> Keep and then I just look at him out my window. It's like, what are you doing? Well, hey, thanks yeah. for having me, man. I appreciate right, so, it. Hey, and uh, yeah, I look forward to uh, future broadcasts near and far. So, yeah, we, we yeah, we yeah, sell. Thank uh, you. This was a good podcast. I really enjoyed it. Thank you hey, so much. Take care. Jake Eric, everybody. On the Garland Pepper Show. Hey, love you, love too, your man. family. You. Love yourselves. Goodbye. <laughs> hey. Hey, y'all, this here is Garland Pepper. Uh, We got a really good week this week. We got Tanya Smithberg. She's an artist, crafter, muralist throughout the Silverton area. We got Matt Simmons. He is a chef, a football coach. Isn't that a crazy mix? If you think that's a crazy mix, he's also kind of one of those guys you see in all these rock and roll pictures. He's just kind of everybody's friend. He's a great guy. Jake Garrick, he's a musician. He's a father. He's a teacher. He's just an all-around good guy. And I love him. Megan Beat, McBride, Sanchez. She is a filmmaker, dancer, writer, and a creative all around. I just friends with her on Facebook. We'll get to know her better. She seems like a driven individual. Charles McGarry. He is a an entertainment attorney, former judge, radio station owner, has been to more sh- rock and roll.